0: On to a new RFM Thursday Finance today, uh, Stephen Pritchard is going to take a look at your Christmas budget. It may in fact be a little more complex than you think and want to make sure that everything goes right for you. And uh, we're also going to have our market update with Henry Jennings and we will, of course, um, find out what's happening. With uh, commodities and currencies. And Stephen Pritchard, mm, what's happening with our commodities?
1: Oh, nothing much. Pretty similar.
0: Is oil up or down? No,
1: um, gold's up a dollar seven an ounce to two thousand six hundred sixty-seven, and the oil price is down two dollars fifty-one a barrel to fifty-eight dollars and sixty-three cents. So mm. pretty much, you know, over the yeah, last it's month, it's up this, and down. Yeah, and it's yeah it's Not really not, not changing very much. Um, the currency: um, we're up against the US dollar to um, uh, seventy-one point one six. We're down against the Great British pound to fifty-four point one four pence, and against the euro, we're sixty euros sense exactly.
0: And that, the, none of those have changed very much, though, have they?
1: No, 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 there's no, there's no material changes there. The only, um, yeah, no, there's no material changes there. Okay. Um Against the equity market, um, the oil in risk was up, uh, oh, sorry, was down 11.1 uh, points on the week to 6,403. Mm-hmm. The S&P 500 was down 47.8 points to 3,435 and the uh, UK FTSE was down 56 points to 5,770. Six. Um, altogether, you know, there's only about a 1% variation in any of those, so there's no major changes mm-hmm. there. Okay. Um, there's some stocks of interest. Um, BHP, uh, down 66 cents on the week to $36.11. Um, CBA was up 39 cents to $69.67. Uh, NIB was down one cent to $47.47. So and Telstra was also down a cent to $2.79. And the uh, fuel prices, are Courtesy of NRMA's website mm-hmm. for people who want to check themselves. Um, and there's also a state government one too, I think. Now, mm. um, so Newcastle $1 a dollar seventeen point five, um, which is up a tenth percent, and Sydney a dollar thirty, which is down two cents, and the diesel price $1 a dollar nineteen point eight in Newcastle, a dollar fifteen point one in Sydney. So, mm.
0: okay, all right, not so. much
1: changes from here to last week.
0: This is Thursday Finance on Two and You RFM, Stephen Pritchard. It's about time we took an in-depth look at. Some of the shenanigans going on. Of course, there aren't any shenanigans, are there, well, in the stock market?
1: I don't know about shenanigans, but I, I think the um, greatest entertainment in Sydney's down at the uh, Crown Casino inquiry, don't you, Henry?
2: Um, I do. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Hi Henry. Um, yes, it's been very interesting. What I've been surprised about, I have to say, is that it hasn't really affected the Crown share price that much. I mean, it's it's. Um, Now, it's off, well, it's unchanged today. They've got their AGM today. It has been under a little bit of pressure. It was down 8% or so the other day. But um, it's remarkable that it's held up as well as it has. I guess part of that is the attraction that the Sydney casino will be opening in December. But they have problems that are coming in battalions at the moment.
1: Battalions?
2: And um, it it is, you know, it's, it's not a good look. They can't even find. I don't think uh, one of the major protagonists in all of this, which is um, Robert Rankin, I think is the gentleman's name is, and uh, they're struggling to find him to give, um, to give any kind of guidance. He was one of the former top execs, and uh, I think he's, um, he's nowhere to be seen at the moment. And Helen Co- Coonan, who used to be the uh, minister...
1: Yeah, communications, uh, I think, was
2: not very good at communicating yes. because um, she has basically um, admitted that they stuffed up, um, but uh, they've just had a first strike against the remuneration of directors. 34% voted against it, so it's just news just out. Ah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a mess. You do have to think that given all the problems that Westpac had with Austrac mm. and now we're seeing Crown with money laundering and anti terrorist Issues from OzTrack mm. and um, the junkets and the whales and all the other stuff. I'm actually surprised it hasn't fallen further.
1: I, I, you know, it's amazing though. I mean, some of these people on that board have been there for over ten years, mm. and they don't seem to have noticed anything.
2: Well, um, they don't seem to have been looking. Then why would they want to notice anything when you've got? uh Jamie there with 36% of the company not as a director but being briefed as if he was a director mm. um it's it's this is corporate governance um 101 um with a big f for fail in fact mm. it's probably an f Triple plus for fail. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm surprised that. Well, I'm not surprised actually. It's Sydney after all. Um, I'm surprised. I was going to say I'm surprised that they're going to be opening their new casino in December. But uh, yeah, but life goes on, I guess. Money talks.
1: Well, Patricia Bergen did have a comment to make about that. She did ask them, "Have they turned their mind to the fact that they they think they're going to open um, before a report's down?" And they said, "No." Yeah. <laughs>
2: There you go. It's amazing. Um, It is amazing. You know, it just seems to be... Maybe we're just all um, sort of... uh, uh, We're so used to this, and we've had a a couple of weeks of Gladys in the spotlight for her um, bad choices, and uh, maybe we're just getting, you know, just very blasé and very... Kind of over the whole thing, and it just it takes something extraordinary to move the dial, and this isn't that extraordinary.
1: Mm. Mm. That's oh, so yeah. I mean, I think it was a bit of a shock. Some of the stuffs coming out, I, I didn't think it was that
2: bad. Um, I well, I find it quite extraordinary, to be honest. But, yeah, um, you know. yeah. yeah. And the
1: fact that they, they're doing all this stuff and they're risk, effectively risking their whole license. I mean, these aren't minor things, you
2: know. Uh, they're not minor things, no. But I mean, risking their license is, um, you know, that's. Really? I mean, let's face it, they got the Sydney license with, mm. without too much trouble at all. I think mm. that was you know, sort of done over a bottle of wine. Mm.
1: So, Anyhow, yeah. so Temple and Webster, Temple and Webster, the, yeah. the, I'm surprised that, the, I, I'm actually surprised that people are buying furnishing online like that.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I got to say, I wrote, they had a big fall yesterday, fifteen percent fall yesterday, and I wrote a big article in the newsletter today. And it, you know, in the markets, we like to compare things with other things. Temple and Webster have gone from. I had a bit of a Hollywood theme. I went out in a bit of a tangent today. Okay. I had a bit of a Hollywood theme. They've gone from uh, um, they've gone from down down and out in Beverly Hills to the Prince of Bel Air. Um, and have become the Cinderella story of the market, well, I guess, along with, along with Afterpay, yes. um, having just got, you know, at one stage they were down, really down and out. No one wanted to touch this stock. Yep, um, right, and yep. you rightly say, you know, who's going to buy a sofa or, or whatever, or a fluffy cushion with uh, online, and um, then came COVID and uh, we all started cocooning and we all started buying online and sales have gone nuts but to put it into perspective and this is what I was writing this morning here's Temple and Webster with a uh, market cap of about a quarter the size of Harvey Norman Mm -hmm. which also sells fluffy cushions sofas etc etc and um, the sales are not even close um, so you have to kind of look at it and think, you know what, something's a bit out of whack here. I know that um, Temple and Webster are the, are the ones that have captured the zeitgeist and they are riding this wave, but you know, I did question whether Cinderella's time had come and that uh, maybe the golden carriage that turns up at midnight um, would turn into an Uber rather than the golden carriage, uh, because even the uh, the CEO who was on um, AusBiz last week, I saw him being interviewed, said, you know what, it's, it's it's not going to last this. you know This is extraordinary times. We've done exceptionally well, and they have done. They've executed fantastically, um, and they've managed to deliver. But it is extraordinary times, and it will not continue to be extraordinary forever.
0: To a new RFM's Thursday, Finance and uh, Stephen Pritchard in the middle of our market update with Henry Jennings.
1: Um, yeah, Afterpay seems to have done some deal with um, Westpac, um, to put their transactions and savings accounts on Afterpay.
2: Um, yeah, well, it's been an interesting week, I have to say, in the world of buy now, pay later. Afterpay did a deal uh, the other day with Westpac, which um, puts the Afterpay and Westpac sort of together so that um, Afterpay customers can use some of the Westpac um, secret source, and, the, more importantly, the Westpac people can access some of the, the data and customers from Afterpay. Afterpay was definitely the winner in, the, in this arrangement. Westpac hardly registered a, a titter, uh, um, whereas Afterpay was up around 4 or 5%. This, this was interesting for two reasons. I guess the, the biggest reason was that uh, Westpac did a deal with Afterpay as it owns. Zip? It owns 11% of Zip until last night when it announced that it was selling its entire Zip holding and uh, was getting out. Oh. So uh, this was a bit of a surprise for the market, I have to say. So the, um, the, the Westpac guys were talking about redeploying capital, better use of capital. They made some pretty good profits on it. They? they invested $40 million and it's now worth uh, it was worth about three three 350 So okay. they did well. That's mm-hmm. a
0: fair return, yeah.
2: Good return. That's a fair return. That's a couple that's, of years. That's, uh, that's not bad, is it? Mm. But it did, did raise a lot of questions, I guess, about... Um, you know, who's the winner out of all of this, and it does seem to be afterpay, um, for sure. So, yeah, interesting, interesting times in buy now pay of That's for sure. And last night, it as well, is something that remember Bitcoin.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's still going.
2: Oh, it is, and it's above thirteen thousand dollars.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, right.
2: exactly. Oh, is it? Um, and the reason it's been so so good, apart from the fact it's been considered digital gold. Um, and gold's been doing well, so therefore Bitcoin's been doing well. But okay. PayPal, PayPal has done a deal with Bitcoin, which will allow you to buy, hold, and sell Bitcoin using the PayPal wallet. Wow. Oh. So, I don't know if that's going to affect you and me, Stephen, but uh-huh. I'm sure there's people out there that it will affect uh, to some extent. But it, it does highlight, I guess, PayPal's already trying to move into the buy now, pay later uh, space, uh-huh. and they've got to, I think it's pay, pay with four or something. Uh-huh. Um, so they announced that a few weeks ago, and now they're moving into the crypto space as well. So, PayPal's not the the boring, staid eBay payment method that it uh, that it used to be. It is a behemoth. It is massive, but um, they're certainly making some moves in other areas. Mm. Yeah, Bitcoin, thirteen thousand bucks.
1: Thirteen thousand bucks. Oh, yeah, well, I haven't got any.
2: Mm. I have. Ah, uh,
1: you <laughs> would have, Henry. You no, have.
2: I, I, I. Uh, <laughs> I Vicariously, I guess, I invested, I, I put some of my change in the, in the thing, the raise thing. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: And, and they, give, they brought in a thing where you could put some of your portfolio in what they called the Sapphire portfolio, I think it is. Yeah, yeah I And 5% percent of it. the portfolio went into Bitcoin, and I, it was languishing around $10,000. I thought, oh, this, this could be quite interesting. I haven't got much money in it, it's just a little bit of... Yeah, yeah. Spare change, um, but um, it was languishing around ten thousand. I thought, you know, this is probably going to do okay over the long term, and let's have a bit of fun. So five percent of my my spare change that goes into this raise thing goes into um, into Bitcoin. So that's done quite nicely. Excellent.
1: I'm glad someone's yeah. made some
2: money. Yeah. Well, it's not often.
1: And. Uh, someone who's trying to make a lot of money is i read this in the paper and i i you know what could i say i i just couldn't believe it so kogan kagan's ceo and um the cfo are trying to get themselves allocated a hundred million dollars of options in the money
0: yeah
1: and and the, and the independent director said well if the shareholders don't vote it we're going to pay it as a bonus i mean I couldn't believe it
2: um, well, there you go. That's independent shareholders for you. Corporate governance, we've seen that writ large at Crown. Um, I guess one of, the, one of the problems that we have with, with companies, when you've got, um, shall we say, aggressive founders yes. with, with large shareholdings, um, we do, st- and who have done well. I'm not saying they haven't, no, they haven't done haven't well. well. Co, Co- have done very well. Uh, and Ruslan and, and David Schaefer have done very well for the company, no doubt about it. And without them, it wouldn't be where it was, is now. But... You have to ask some questions, don't you? If you're a shareholder of Cogan, do you really want to see all that money go out the door in options or in bonuses? And in independ- independent directors say
1: yes. Yes, I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> because they got some experts' report to say it was good. Well, you,
2: you know, it was good as the advice you pay for.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> on that note, we'll, uh, we'll see how we can get 100. Look, and if you can find out a way, I'm happy just to take the 50.
2: <laughs> OK, well, you <okay. laughs> take 50, I'll take 50. That's right, Henry.
1: Hey, hey, you can Jane, be you the expert who approves 10%. it. 10%. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can be the expert who approves it. Thanks, Jane. Oh,
0: thanks. thanks, <laughs> oh, Thank you, Henry. <laughs> Henry Jennings, from Marcus Today Financial Newsletter. <laughs> to a new RFM's Thursday finance, Stephen Pritchard taking a look at your Christmas budget. How far away is Christmas? Eight weeks. Eight weeks? It's eight okay. weeks. Eight
1: weeks till Santa comes?
0: Till the shops close and everything's done and dusted and the food's just oh about boy, That's cooked. a bit,
1: It's a bit more than eight weeks because it's... Okay, um,
0: might be nine weeks. I eight guess. weeks
1: in one day, I think. Oh, there you go. Because Christmas is a Friday this year.
0: Mm-hmm, there you go. So it
1: must be eight weeks in one day.
0: So um, how are we going to attack our budgeting for this? Well, because I thought,
1: I thought this Christmas is going to be different, different, different to um, other Christmases, so I, I think... Um, if coal, if uh, Coles announced last week they're expecting uh, record sales for Christmas, and because there's a million Australians who would otherwise be overseas are going to be in the in in the country, mm-hmm. so I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, you know, this is going to be a lot of extra um, turkeys and. Bonbons and whatever um, you know, you're going to want at Christmas, and and I was also thinking, you know, there's still still a lot of stuff that's short in the shop. So I thought I thought you probably need to start um, shopping a bit earlier for Christmas this year than you would another years to to avoid. Um, Ah, to avoid disappointment, yeah. so I thought we'd bring our Christmas talk forward a bit earlier this year. So, so we've got eight about eight weeks to go. Um, I think you know Christmas is um, an expensive time at, at any time, and I think it might be a bit more expensive this year with extra demand on um, food and stuff, which You're was right. probably planned on previous year's demand. Yeah, because right. you can't can't, yes. can't 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 grow everything overnight. So I thought um, the first thing you need to do more is... More
0: hams ma- we need,
1: <laughs> more turkeys. Well, you know. Or, yeah, that's true.
0: That's well, a good I point. Mean,
1: I I would have thought so. I would have mm. thought, you know, there's going to be... If Coles is right, there's a million people and, you know...
0: yeah, yep. it
1: could be an extra, you know, 250,000 turkeys or 250,000
0: mm. hams. That you, As you say, they don't grow overnight. Yeah, they don't.
1: Anyhow, so anyway, to start with, I think, you know... Think about uh, how much you want to spend um, and um, do a kind of a budget on that. Yes. Um, so you start by making of, um, of course, the easiest thing, if you're having Christmas dinner at home, start with what you're going to serve for that. Um, presents, a list of people you want to give presents to. And, of course, decorations. I mean, decorations are probably, you know, they're always, they're always quite cheaper, at closer to Christmas than, than yeah. now. But I <laughs> noticed they they <laughs> are. I've got... Yeah. Um, Decorations in the department stores, and um,
0: it's too David late James, to wait Bunnings. till just after Christmas. Yeah, isn't well, it? a
1: bit no good after, but four before, week before they seem to be discounted. You know, okay. Or well, early mm. December they seem to start discounting those. But anyhow, so uh, presents and food and decorations. Prepare a budget. Uh, who are you going to give presents to? And and even it might also be the case that it, these people who are in the country. might actually give. Uh, more presents because they're not going to pay for these expensive overseas holidays. And yeah, yeah. So um, you need to prepare a budget. Uh, work out who you're going to give presents to. Work out what food and drink you need. Work out what decorations you need. And a lot of people use the same decorations year to year. But, but oh yes, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah fair enough.
1: Um, we've got so many decorations after buying uh, you know a few new ones each uh, year, and keep a track of. Um, and most importantly, after you've done this budget, keep a track of what you're what you're going to. Um, Spend your yes. money on.
0: Um, okay. Now,
1: after after we've done that, uh, we're starting um, we're starting eight weeks out, so we've now got plenty of time to plan, and we've got plenty of time to um, take advantage of uh, discounts and offers that are that are on instead of running in at the last minute.
0: So get them in the lead up to Christmas. Get them now rather than later. I would have
1: thought so. I mean, mm. you know, it's going to be a bit hard, obviously, to buy a lot of the food items um, now. But, mm-hmm. but there are um, some food items that you can buy. I mean, I was in um, Woolworths the other day and they had um, chocolates on special for Halloween. But yeah. but a lot of those chocolates um, mm. will still be good at Christmas. Just check the use by date. But they had bottles of uh, chocolate almonds and all sorts of... Non Halloween type stuff, but they've got on special for Halloween. So,
0: if it does yeah. get hot, though, then we're going to be looking for somewhere cool to store them. That <laughs> might be uh, something to think oh, about. Oh yeah, well, you, know, yeah. you might
1: have to eat them. Oh, yeah.
0: there's a thought. Just yeah. taste test, just, just to taste, make test. sure they're
1: okay. Yeah. So um, your food items, you can buy those earlier, mm-hmm. and and then you've got your presents. Well, you can also buy the presents. You've got more time. You've got eight weeks now to to look at buying them and, and look
0: for good prices look for yeah. good
1: prices shop around and of course um you know a lot of stores still offer um if you don't have afterpay um yeah. which is basically uh, online lay in effect except you mm. take the stuff home a lot of a lot of stores still um offer um labor mm. and and one of the advantages of labor particularly if you're buying presents for kids who like to look around everywhere um mm. and you don't want you know, little Johnny or little Jane finding their presents before Christmas. The yeah. advantage of labour is you put the money down, you pay it off over instalments, so you, it's there for Christmas, and you don't have to store it in um,
0: in the house. In the house.
1: <laughs> now, some stores, if you're if you if you're a very poor present wrapper like me, some stores offer free Christmas wrapping too if you get in early. Yes. So, so yes. you know, that's always um,
0: that's appreciated. That's you appreciated. Don't have to some spend stores are
1: very good. Some of those people that have wrapping those presents are very good. It
0: Thursday, finance, and Stephen Pritchard, we're preparing for Christmas financially speaking, and we've thought about all the things we need to think about uh, that we want to spend money on. We've made a budget. We've looked at how much we've got to spend.
1: Yeah, and um, because then we then we need to pay for it now. So. Oh, yes. um, people who 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 are a bit smarter and have opened a Christmas club account at, at the local um i think credit union still of that yeah um will probably be getting their check in November, so that's a bit of a problem if we want to start now. but one of the things we can do is you can you can, you, you know you can use your credit card um most credit cards have got some interest free period so um as long as you don't spend you should get your Christmas club money. In time to pay off your credit card balance. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Um, so, what some of the things you need to do is avoid overspending, um, particularly at Christmas. Avoid, if you do overspend, avoid um, payday um, lenders who charge you, um, you know, I think 48% or something.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, no, so that... avoid,
1: avoid those. Um, yeah. uh, use your credit cards which are um, some of those have still got 55 days, um, try and pay those off or look for a lower rate credit cards. And they're around there. They don't seem to do these conversion options as much as there were, but there's still lower rate interest um, round. And one thing you should avoid that, that does that, that people time promote is using a home equity loan to buy Christmas presents and you shouldn't mm. really do that because effectively those Christmas presents are going to be paid off the balance of your term of your loan and and the interest rate looks you know quite reasonable but when you compound that over 20 and 30 years um it doesn't end up such a great deal so so um avoid overspending use your you use your credit cards if you're going to pay them off at the in the interest-free period. Um, and there's only to stop you paying. extra. You don't have to wait for your statement to come to pay your credit card. You can pay some off it each week. Um, uh, shops, um, I know there's a certain department store that has got a, uh, a Christmas option that, that lets you um, defer payment till February. And once again, um, if you take that out, um, you don't have to wait till February to pay it off to the big bill. You can still pay some each week. And... and um, yeah, Christmas club is always a good idea to have if you, if you, um, want some extra money at Christmas. And it's surprising. I mean, we get to our, back to our cup of coffee a day thing. Mm. Um, coffee prices seem to have risen a bit lately. Um, uh-huh.
0: yeah, 450
1: $4. doesn't seem to be unusual anymore. Well, so, certainly
0: during lockdown, I think coffee, yeah, takeaway
1: coffee was one the of the luxuries. And and, yeah. So anyhow, 450 $4. seems yeah. a bit of common price at the moment. So, uh, 450 a day and you put it in your Christmas club, that will give you $1,500 at the end of next year for a mm. for a um for
0: next year's christmas for next
1: year's christmas right. and and yeah you know, 1500 dollars i mean you know i suppose it probably costs if you're going to put on a reasonable christmas lunch by the time you have the wine and the mm. the big yes. smoked salmon and, and all those luxury things um you're probably up for 2 to 300 dollars I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. And if you're going I to have the like French it. champagne or, or...
0: Yeah, well, it's nice to you know.
1: be able yeah. to have Yeah, so it's nice to do all that. Spent, so it's, yeah. it's good to be able to spend those things and not have to worry about the money. Oh, I've I've, I've been putting a few dollars away and, and that's there at the end of the end of the period. So um, and most importantly, have a good time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when do you stop worrying about the money? After you've paid it off? Well, yeah, but well, better to get in first. I mean,
1: you know, out. most people are not going to miss $4 a day, to be honest. So put that in account um and and then you know you also got you know this time of year we're starting early take advantage of the specials especially the the foodstuffs that that will keep um you know there's nuts that are often on on special um they'll keep food yeah
0: and i suppose you can always make some of your biscuits rather than buying them ready made oh
1: rumbles
0: Oh, now, can they make are make nice, rum they? They?
1: well, that's right you can make you, know, you can make rumbles they're quite easy you know to make and, and <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll
0: get into the recipe a little well, bit later a on. No. yeah
1: they're quite easy to make rumbles, and those Christmas things are quite, uh, shortbreads quite easy to make uh, you'll make it for a fraction of of what um, and
0: people will really appreciate what you've put in and into Jane
1: it. will supply a recipe on all of these <laughs> So email, Jane, if you want a recipe for rumbles or
0: shortbread. Okay. uh, And that's uh, Thursday Finance for today. Thank you, Stephen Pritchard. And we'll be back next Thursday on 2NURFM.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.